Welcome to the Goalies Compass Podcast. Just as a compass helps you find true north, this show will help you find your path on your goaltending adventure. My name is Jennifer DeJesus. I'll be your host and cartographer. I'm very grateful and excited to have you along for this journey. Greetings, everyone. As promised in the trailer for this here podcast, today we're talking about head trajectory. What is it? Why is it important? Can I use it? How do I learn it? Don't worry, friends. Today, we're going to cover it all. So what is it? Head trajectory is a method of movement to increase efficiency and visual attachment to the puck. Cool. So what does that actually mean? You move around the ice in a way that keeps things simple for your body and your eyes. You may have seen the segment on Hockey Night in Canada way back in November of 2015 focused on James Reimer. The segment explains how he's looking down on the puck and using this head trajectory technique to simplify his movement. The idea is by leading with your head, your body is able to just follow along so there's no extra movement. Turn your whole head and find the biscuit. Don't just look with your eyes. In episode number one, Why the Puck Keeps Bouncing Out of Your Glove, I talk about tracking the puck with your whole face. I say that because it's easy to remember because it sounds strange that you should track the puck with your whole face. Other goalie coaches might say something like nose to the puck. It's the same idea, turning your head to track the pass or the shot as it comes into your body, as it bounces off your pads, will jumpstart your next push. So I just turn my head? Sounds simple, doesn't it? Let's give it a try. Look around the room you're in right now. My apologies if you're driving. Listen back to this later when you're not operating heavy machinery. For those of you not driving, look around. Find an object in the room to focus on. A light switch, a lamp, a shoe, something stationary. Turn your body a little bit so that object that you just found, say a shoe, is about at a 45 degree angle to one side or the other, to your right or to your left. Next, you're going to stand in an active athletic stance, knees bent a little bit, hands in front of you, keeping your head still, rotate your upper body to find that object, that shoe, and step forward as though that shoe is a puck you want to get square to. Feels a little slow, doesn't it? Now step back to the same spot you started. This time, turn only your head. Like someone just called your name from another room. Turn your head, look at the shoe, and step forward. Do you feel a difference? We know the shortest distance between two objects is a straight line. By turning your head like this, you're identifying that straight line, and all your body needs to do is follow along and push along that line. Okay, just turn my head. Does it really make that much of a difference? Yes. Let's imagine you hop on the ice for practice and you start doing two pushes in a line across the ice, right? One after another, hard push, hard stop, hard push, hard stop. If I was a betting gal, I'd bet all those pushes would be basically the same distance. For the sake of conversation, let's say that distance is four units. You are great at making T pushes to cover a distance of four units. But what happens when you need to make a push that's three units or five units? 
I see a lot of goalies just rely on muscle memory when using T-pushes around the crease. They make their normal T-push of four units to go anywhere they need to go, and it turns out that they need to make another small push to get square to the puck. Do they not go far enough? Do they go too far? Then they have to add this other tiny shuffle before they're actually square. So they're making two pushes when only one is needed. Sometimes that second push is teeny tiny, and you're going to think I'm being really picky about it, but... Hockey's a fast game, and we want to keep things simple and efficient wherever we can. When NHLers talk about keeping their game simple, they prioritize setting their feet and being square to the puck shortly before the shot is released. Being still in their stance gives them the best opportunity to see the shot, and they have all of their save-making tools available to them. Making that secondary movement, that additional shuffle, even if it's tiny, means you're behind. And once you're behind, it's easy to get beat with a good pass and a quick shot. If you're a goalie who always uses four unit pushes, how do you make that adjustment? How do you cut out that extra little push? So we just need to make one push that's the proper length. Pushing directly to the puck and not somewhere nearby is going to solve that problem. To do that, you need to turn your head and find the puck. Let's now imagine that the shot is released while you're pushing into the new angle. Your hands and shoulders naturally want to follow along with where your head is pointed. By turning your head and getting your eyes on that shot sooner, you can react and try to get something on the puck. I'll admit, it's not going to be pretty, but it's the difference between fighting off a shot or having it slip past you. That sounds great and all, but my kid's like eight years old. Should they be doing this? I know I mentioned NHL goalie James Reimer and Hockey Night in Canada, and when we see NHL guys doing cool pad slides or RVHs on TV, we want to copy them. But not every technique you see on TV is something that young, developing goalies should or can do. However, today is good news because any goalie at any level can use this head trajectory technique. For our tiniest attendees, skating and seeing the puck are their two biggest priorities. Teaching kids to keep their nose to the puck will help them keep their body in front of the biscuit more often. It'll improve their skating and lead to a few more saves. As goalies grow and their peers can pass the puck quickly, tracking the puck with your whole face streamlines the skating they need to do. They can keep up with the play, maintain strong visual attachment to the puck, and fight through screens, tips, and deflections. Hundreds of years after that, when you're a goalie like me that only plays early morning shinny, I want to keep my movements efficient because I want to save energy. An hour into my skate, when defense becomes optional, I want enough gas in the tank for a couple more two-pad stacks. Any goalie at any age can benefit from efficient skating and strong visual attachment to the puck. You just have to track it with your whole face. Great. Sign me up. How do I start learning this? Well, first step is to listen to this show, so great job, you are crushing it already. Other things to remember. Tuck your chin a little bit, so you're looking through the bars near the top of your mask, and try to keep your neck relaxed. I coached a goalie once who would tilt her face back almost up towards the ceiling, and shockingly her glove was shocking because she couldn't see the puck. So you want to keep that chin tucked so that way you're always looking down on top of it. Follow the puck with your nose, with your whole face, as much as you can, 
not just for tracking passes as they move around, tracking shots off the stick into your body and tracking rebounds off your body into the boards. Exaggerate looking down on shots into your sticks or your pads. It seems weird at practice, but the more you exaggerate it, the better chance you're going to actually do it in a game. And when you do it, it makes it easier to track rebounds or cover pucks that are bouncing around in the crease when you practice getting your face looking down at the puck. When doing skating drills, try to find a focal point to practice finding that new angle and turning your head. You can use the dots, you can use the hash marks, you can use that spot where the blue line meets the boards, you can use pucks. If those pesky skaters keep stealing your pucks like they do to me all the time, uh, use a marker and put some dots on the ice and watch them try to steal that. It's hilarious. I usually have markers in my pockets when I'm on the ice with my goalies, but if I don't, sometimes I'll toss my gloves down so they have something to focus on. So when we're skating, we're not just skating somewhere, we're skating somewhere very specific. If you have video of your games, even better. Review it and look for how you move your head. Where was your mask pointed when you made that amazing glove save on the breakaway? Where was your mask pointed on the shot that started that net mouth scramble? So there you have it, the show all about head trajectory. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like the show, you can give it a review, just like Never Wide Right. Thank you so much for the kind words. Follow the show on Twitter or Instagram at Expedition Goal One, so you always know when a new show goes live. Also, you know it, tell all your friends. If you're a goalie, if you know a goalie, or you parent a goalie, odds are you know someone who may benefit from the show. Tell them to listen to the Goalies Compass podcast on their next trip to the rink. Make sure you visit expeditiongoaltending.com. That's the place to find all the episodes of this show, like episode number one, why the puck keeps bouncing out of your glove. Do you have questions or comments? I'd love to hear from you. You can send your emails to expeditiongoaltending at gmail.com. Until we meet again, may the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind be always at your back.